The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Providing insight and resources for your spiritual journey. Unity Online Radio. Are you seeking more energy and ready to have more healings and revealings in your life? Then you've tuned into the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is intentional and dynamic. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome, everyone, and thank you so much for joining our show, The Intentional Spirit. I say it all the time. There's such a a key to being intentional because intentional people carry out their intentions throughout the course of the year or throughout the course of their lives. I think one of the biggest elements in our society today are people who divorce that never really divorce. They never forgive. They never let go. They never move on. They talk about their exes as if they're property, as if they belong to them. It's really a significant issue in our world and in our community. And why not bring in the expert? And that's what we did today. We brought in Anthony Diaz. He is the peacemaker. He does tons of mediation. He has written a book, long overdue, (laughs) not related to you, Anthony, but just goodness. It needs to happen. It's called Divorce with dignity. Welcome to our show, Anthony. I'm so glad that you're here, along with many other live streamers that are joining us today and are listening to us on Unity Online Radio. Thank you, Anthony. Temple, so great to be with here with your listeners, and I'm uh, grateful for us spending some more time together today. Absolutely, me too. Well, you know, I've I, through my years as a life coach and, and speaker all over the country and others, um, I've heard so many stories and often people will talk to me about, you know, an issue with the relationship or trying to still um, let go of their their ex or whatever. I, a few years ago, I was talking to a woman that said, you know, I want to come in and, and talk to you. I I really need to free myself from my ex-husband. You know, we divorced. And I said, well, you know, how long have you been divorced? She said, 22 years. Um, And I I looked at her and I said, girl, you need to set him free. (laughs) You know, you're in his way. You know, you're, you're keeping him from moving on with his life. You know, free him up. Goodness gracious. Um, Why is it that it's so challenging for people to, to realize the value that we give to one another and to um, our, our former relationships by allowing things to be and to be in a place of unconditional support and love. Well, that's that's a great question, uh, Temple, and that's um, the question that has spurred me to do what I do as an attorney, a mediator, and a divorce and relationship coach. And and also going through my own personal journey through divorce. And mm-hmm. what I've found is to move on from d- divorce, people want to be able to just make believe it didn't happen. They, they go through the legal process, they get their final divorce, and they think, oh, well, it's over. And it's actually just begun. And that's the healing process. And 
a lot of people are are either not prepared or don't have the tools to be able to know how to heal from a divorce. Um, you know, um, divorce is, is, is like a death, and it's it, it's the death of, of a marriage. Um, and, and when I looked at that and worked with people, it, it really connected with the people that I work with um, to treat the end of a marriage like a death of, of a close one, of a loved one. It's, it's the death of a dream that two people had together um, that is now not going to be realized. Uh, and w- many people don't want to take that journey because it's painful sometimes and, and it, it takes a lot of intentional work to work through that pain. And if people are not able to do that, they just recreate that experience in their next relationship. I've I've said many a time it's it's the one time that there is a death that we're a full participant in and planning it of severing those you know those shamanic those soul cords that we have with another human being. Um, and I I love what you say that divorce is the action. And going through the dynamics, but it is when it's official that it's a divorce, that it, it really has just begun. That is the beginning. And it it's fascinating to how, you know, when it's either getting close to people divorcing, they start remembering selectively only the good times, mm. only the wonderful times. And often will go then, you know, change their mind and go you know, build a pool or have another child or whatever, because they they go into this place. It's I wouldn't call it a meditative place. Maybe you would call it a denial place. Uh, but they start recalling all the good times um, without staying clear to the truth that the truth of the matter is we're we're wonderful people. We would just be more wonderful apart. Exactly, and, and 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 you bring up a great point of, of the places that people go when fear is involved, and mm-hmm. when looking at moving on, there's the unknown. You don't know what's on the other side, um, and many times people then look for ways to um, not to go there and they look at the good times and they look at things that can still be done. And and that is a form of of denial. And what I've experienced and and found with people is to be really truthful with yourself and whatever that truth is to be able to go within and to go to that place that really knows the answer and knows the the best for you and knows what your highest good is to be able to either stay and work on it because that is really what the intention is or to know that better days are ahead but not necessarily with this person. I remember saying to um, one of the loves of my life, um, he and I have been together five years, and I remember uh, saying to him, you know, I have truly felt blessed for five years, not a lifetime. And the other part is for us to stay in each other's agreement like we are right now, I will live the rest of my life with you making you wrong and you'll make me wrong where the truth of the matter is neither one of us are wrong. It's not that I don't love you. It's that I love you more. And I I think that Anthony, um, that's where people I feel get a bit confused. Um, You're not discounting someone. You're, you're freeing them to get more of what they deserve. If, if, you are not the person, the individual, the experience that can actually, you know, bring that forth. Then what about that fact, that potential of of, of wanting them to move on with their lives? Um, because they deserve that. They've shared their life with us. They've shared their soul with us, their passion. Um, and often people think that they're doing the other person a favor when really they're in their way. 
that's that's true, and that you know that brings up a, a great way to look at relationships and the work we do on ourselves, and we want to be the best person that we can be. But in really loving relationships, it's you know how can I support you? How can I support my partner in being the best that they can be? And having those conversations and, and, and having those interactions, if people can be honest with themselves, maybe your partner being the best they can be can only happen by not being with you. Um, and that takes a lot of integrity and, and some uh, soul-searching to be able to connect with that, that it's not always about you. It's about you have a partner that's in your life, and are they benefiting from you being in their life and their being in your life? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I want to welcome um, Elizabeth from Norway and, and many other live streamers and just remind you that um, to enter your comments or questions that you have for Anthony on Facebook Live, we will address them. And one of the things that um, one of our listeners is talking about is that she felt more free when she learned to forgive. Now, in your book, Anthony, Divorce with Dignity, you talk about the three powerful steps to heal and move past your divorce and do it, you know, right now. Um, I knew a woman very well a number of years ago that she and her husband divorced and she moved, you know, five miles away, but they stayed obsessed on email going back and forth and arguing or texting, you know, one upping each other, texting back and forth. And I told her, I said, you're not divorced. You're just geographically separated. (laughs) You are is more married as you were before you went through all of this with the mediation and everything that you've done in separating things in half, including your favorite photos, you're still married. Um, you're not divorced. You're still obsessed with, you know, this communication and, and uh, you know, yelling and fussing at this person. You just created a, a different form in which to do so. But talk to us about those um, three different things that are powerful steps to heal. Sure. Well, the three steps to heal is actually, it's actually an acronym. Uh, it's the word now, N-O-W, and N stands for nourishment, O stands for owning it, and W stands for willingness. So, you know, the first step in, in being able to move on from your divorce with dignity um, is nourishment, and that's, that's self-care. You know, how are you taking care of yourself during this process? This process is is very emotional. There's a lot of feelings going on. There's a lot of emotions, um, and some of them are are hard to to work through. And by doing the things that keep you in a good place, whether that's meditating. Or, or exercising or, or eating well, these are the steps you can take to keep yourself grounded during this time. And this is a way of, of self-care. Um, allowing your emotions to go wherever they want to go. Um, I, I like to equate emotions with that game, the whack-a-mole and that's when you're, these little things pop up when you're at a fair and you keep hitting them to knock them down and then they show up somewhere else. No matter what, if you keep trying to repress your emotions, they're going to keep popping up somewhere. And a lot of times it's not the time that is, um, is the best time for those emotions to show up. So um, emotions have a, an expiration date when you're going through a divorce, if you let them express themselves however they want, um, they'll be able to go where they have to go and, and they'll be, and they'll be done. So it's not easy because people don't want to feel sad and people don't want to feel angry. Um, but this is part of the emotions that go through, um, leaving 
a relationship and, and being able to, to move on. So by nourishing yourself that way, that's really the, the first step that you're kind of, you're creating a foundation to, to support you through the process. Um, the second step is O for owning it. And that's really one of the most important parts of, of moving on from divorce. And, and, and owning it mean, means um, to have an understanding of during your marriage and during the divorce, um, what was your role in that process? You know, how did you show up in the marriage? Um, how did you show up during the divorce? And, um, you know, Temple, it's not about judgment or blame, but when you can stand in your truth of how you showed up during the marriage, however that was, you're able to now be able to reflect back on, you know, here's how I showed up and be able to look at that clearly and without judgment. Um, and when you're able to do that, that is um, a, really, it's critical before moving on is, is kind of taking your own inventory and being able to be accountable for whatever you might have said or done during the marriage, you know, so you can let go of it. You can forgive yourself for um, whatever might have happened and, and say, hey, listen, I was doing the best I can. This is all I knew how to do, and I'm going to be loving with myself so I can be able to, to let that go. And you know, Temple, when when in working with people, what I found is when people can forgive themselves for whatever they might have said or done mm -hmm. during the marriage or divorce, they are able to forgive their spouse. And if we can't forgive ourselves for how we showed up in, in a situation, it's going to be really hard to to forgive the other person that was involved in that situation. So, self forgiveness. Mm -hmm leads to the forgiveness um, of your spouse. And when you can forgive yourself and to forgive your spouse for whatever they did, and not condoning what they did, but you're saying, I'm, I'm, I'm releasing you, I'm letting you go, um, and I'm not going to hold on to that pain or that event anymore, that's huge. It, it's, it's this it, kind it of... Is. It's it, it's very huge. And I also want to highlight to so many people that are listening, you know, for... Many of us um, in, in same-sex relationships, a few years back, just a few, um, it wasn't legal um, to be married. And, and just because it wasn't legal in the eyes of the law, spiritually, in the laws of what mattered to us, it, we still went through the divorce process. We still went through, you know, the, the letting go, the forgiveness the dream, um, that societal pressure of, of perceiving that we failed uh, because we were really committed to that person. So I just wanted to highlight that for many of our listeners because um, anytime two people have come together with a sole agreement that there is a deepening and a love and an intention of forever lasting, um, there's a divorce when there is an ending um, certainly, it's more official um, when we're going through the attorney process with experts like Anthony, but it doesn't take away from the the grief process of, of letting go. You know, Anthony, one of the things that um, I remembered hearing uh, years ago is that the very things that you are smitten with or you fall in love with about a person are often the very things that over the years creates an energy that you turn against them rather than for them. What do you think about that? Well, I think there's there's a lot to be said for that. Um, mm -hmm. When we meet someone, um, both of us are attracting something of the other that that makes us feel fulfilled. Um, and that's a double-edged sword because if we're not careful and we don't realize that, we are then looking for someone else to fill a void or a gap in our life. Um, mm -hmm. I, it reminds me of the movie with Tom Cruise. 
um, and I can't remember the name, but one of the key parts of the movie is when he says um, to the woman, you complete me. And I thought, mm-hmm. oh, isn't that yeah. loving and, and cute and whatnot? But when you think about that, that what what that's saying is, without you, I'm not complete, and with you, I am. Um, and when we look for someone else to complete us, um, we're maybe temporarily filling a void that is there and we're not able to, to, to complete ourselves. But when that relationship progresses on and, and that puts a lot of pressure on each other to do what the other person needs to make them feel complete, and maybe that feels good in the beginning, but that's something that is going to um, be a driving wedge to separate people because if we're not feeling complete within ourselves, then really the work needs to be done with ourselves and not trying to get that from someone else. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, I like to tell people that, you know, forgive is the opportunity for giving uh, to oneself first and foremost. Um, and in that, in that space, in, in my own life and the, the few committed, intimate uh, relationships I've, I've had, because on the Chinese calendar, I'm a dog, and that means that we are loyal even to our own detriment for the rest of our lives. We'll be in, we'll hang in there with you. But um, leaving is not easy, and um, and it's not for anyone. But, you know, all kidding aside, what I noticed is that in my long-term relationship where the forgiveness was not really carried all the way through with myself, where like you're talking about in your book, Divorce with Dignity, where I did not own uh, to the deepest level my parts in it, the times I spoke up and the times I was silent. I mean, often people feel they have to leave something because they're terrified to speak it. You know, we see this in spiritual community. People will create a reason to be mad and leave and walk away and never come back to avoid that confrontational part of, you know, let's really look at this and how are we going to move forward and how is this no longer serving us? But what I noted is that the work I did not do or was not willing to do, you know, in my 20s, I got a new relationship. It seemed more exciting. They even looked cuter. But ultimately, I faced the very same things. I still needed to talk about what I hadn't talked about. I still needed to say what wasn't working, you know, and what I wasn't sharing. I still had to go through that, you know, uh, epip- the revelation of, of that awareness. And, and so, it, yeah, it's, it's just really something. And, yeah, and it, it um, reminds me of that quote, um, wherever you go, there you are. Yes, <laughs> so, wherever you, you go. Know, Wherever you go, there you are. And and so whatever's unfinished business and whatever relationship you are continues unfinished, and it will follow you until it's complete. Absolutely. Um, one of our listeners is saying that she's not going through a divorce. And, and by the way, you know, what I love about these shows is a lot of us aren't going through a divorce, and I'm grateful for the rest of my life. I won't be going through um, another one either. We lo- we know lots of people that are. We know lots of people that are thinking about it um, and share the show with them. Um, and so a friend is asking, um, you know, that her friend is going through a divorce right now and she is in, um, you know, a big depression. Um, it seems to me in one way uh, with your book, Divorcing with Dignity, that we've kind of highlighted that of, it, it's necessary to feel the feelings. It's necessary to go through the emotions. Um, it's very powerful to do that. I mean, that is what sets us free, um, you know, to the level that we're able to do it. So any other insight you would like to offer with that, Anthony, of how to support friends? I, mean, I, I know for me in, in supporting my friends, I've always... Um, would take them to new places and new experiences 
uh, to expose them to a new paradigm, to a new opportunity, uh, to something different. Um, not that I was asking them to deny their feelings, but a little bit of balance. What do you yeah. think? Well, I mean, it's a great question, and I appreciate mm-hmm. um, the, the the Facebook friend for reaching out for her friend, um, and, and that is a beautiful show of support for for someone who's in pain and, and going through a depression during this time is is very common. And um, what I would speak to that is. Um, if you know someone who's who's in that place to to be able to reach out to them and to support them in any way that they need to, to pick up the phone and say what do you need you know cuz and, and i and i remember feeling this when i was going through my divorce and i was an attorney and it was one of the most devastating experiences of my life because i wasn't prepared for the emotional part i was prepared for the legal part but I had no idea what I was in store for emotionally. And it was very hard for me to reach out. There was a lot of shame going on. And there was, um, you know, a sense of defeat and that I was maybe less than because this relationship didn't work out. And to be able to, to share that with others was very difficult. And I appreciated the people that were important in my life that didn't, wait for them to call me or say, oh, well, he must be having a tough time. You know, I don't want to contact him. They reached out to me and created the space for me to feel whatever I'm, I'm, I'm feeling and knowing that other people were there and they cared and they, and they reached out to me was amazing. So, you know, to this friend to, to just go and reach out and, and, and be there for them and ask them what they need and, and how they need to be supported. You, you'll be amazed um, of that. A lot of people don't know how to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, to further elaborate, uh, you know, about, about depression and Uh, Those are broad subjects, and, you know, we have an hour show, and so I'm always mindful of that, the kind of information that we're giving out, that it's not taken out of context. But one of the things that I was talking about earlier on a a summit is that when I've worked with people in group therapy type of uh, sessions, that, um, you know, people that go through long periods of sadness – and it just lasts and lasts and lasts. One of the things I ask them, are you sure that you're really sad? Are you sure that the emotion is sadness? How were you taught growing up that it was okay to be off? Were you taught that sadness was um, allowed or permissible and didn't make you look weak um, and lacking? Were you taught that anger was not okay and, and not allowed? And that's a very powerful thing. I'm, I'm sure that you face that often, Anthony, is people are not feeling that they are, if you will, recovering because they're spending time on the wrong emotion. Uh, they're spending time on the emotion they feel like is appropriate, that it's okay for them to have. When, when people are long-term sad, if they would be willing to look at, are you really mad and you're just not willing to admit it? and they work from the level of being mad, it can transform them. The other aspect of that would be the opposite. I've worked with people that say, gosh, I just feel like I've been angry, you know, 15 years of my life. You know, what is up with that? I just had this, you know, fuse. And, of course, you know, first question is, you know, (laughs) stay away from too much coffee. You know, but the other part would be, well, is it that you're really sad? And, and you feel that it's okay to look mad because you feel empowered or you feel okay, but you feel wimpy or, you know, what are the labels that go with that? Because often that can free us and it can yeah. free us in a yeah. great way. And I, I love um, having you on the show and I, you're one of those individuals that I want to have on the show throughout the year to talk about the various topics of this because It's kind of like, you know, when we have topics like dying, we're not just talking about people who are dead or people who die. We're talking about 
also dying while you're living. We're not just talking about divorce today um, because every person that every that will ever get in a relationship or all the people that are out there avoiding getting in a relationship are, are feeling like they're they're doing themselves a favor when inevitably, you know, we really hurt and cheat ourselves when we don't allow someone to come into our heart, when we don't allow to have that human experience with another person. But Anthony, um, one of the uh, friends of mine that taught me um, years ago, and I, I practice this to this day, when you are in an anniversary with somebody and you're celebrating, you know, yet another year it. Instead of, God, can you believe we lasted so long? Uh, you know, wow, we survived each other. Or, you know, it could be romantic or whatever. But take that time to look at why are you together? Going into the following year, what would you like to add to the relationship? What do you fulfill is fulfilling? And how would you like to contribute something better? And it it's not... We don't want you to flood Anthony's doors because you're just talking to your partner about, you know, what's wrong. Um, But you're looking for, I think the word she used would be, as we move forward to another year, how can I support you to be a better human being? Isn't that beautiful? That's that's beautiful. And, you know, there's really not a lot of conversation around that temple. You know, the the conversation is um, either... What do we do wrong? Or this is what already happened, and, and there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with with doing that. But to to acknowledge each other on um, where do we go from here? Because we, you know, as humans, we're constantly changing, and we don't even know the change that we go through every second of every day. And when you're in in a relationship with someone else who's also going through their own changes, to be able to, you know, use a landmark or a point in time frequently to kind of reevaluate where you want to go and what your priorities are to um, keep a finger to the pulse of what the other person is feeling, what's making them fulfilled, what would they like to do as a couple or in the relationship. And um, not many people take the time or have the intention to do that, but but I would say that that's a, an excellent way to um, keep the finger on the pulse of the relationship and, and really see how the relationship is evolving or not evolving and, and just to share with each other um, how they'd like the relationship to be. That's well said. I'm, I'm enjoying our conversation so much, and I want to thank all of you who, because of you, our radio show is featured all over the world it's really because of you. So I'm very, very grateful. We'll be right back after this short break. Please tune in to templehays.com and connect with us on a deeper level or go visit us at firstunity.org. And of course, we always appreciate those of you that support Unity Online Radio. We truly are a voice for an awakening world. We'll be right back after this short break. If Unity Online Radio has helped you grow spiritually through programs like this one, please consider supporting this online radio programming. Visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you for helping us continue to serve as the voice of an awakening world. on the journey together, making sense of this life, finding our spirituality, growing and evolving. As we travel through this world, Unity Magazine is your resource for gaining a deeper understanding of life. Unity Magazine is on the forefront of spiritual discovery, with articles and features from leading authors, teachers, and philosophers. Stimulate your thinking and strengthen your spirituality with Unity Magazine. Sample a free trial issue or subscribe today at unitymagazine.org.
Thank you for listening to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. If you have a question or comment about today's discussion, you can email us at theintentionalspirit at unityonlineradio.org. Now, here is your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome back, everyone. We're talking to Anthony Diaz. He is an attorney who has created a way to be a peacemaker, helping people to divorce with dignity, three powerful steps to heal and move past your divorce. Uh, powerful stuff. Um, I want to remind you to go to anthonydiaz.com and you can stay in touch with him, uh, receive his information, follow him on Facebook. And because he has lots of wisdom to share. Anthony, you have um, another book as well. It's about conflict, isn't it? It is. It's um, Moving Consciously Through Conflict, Five Meaningful Steps to Mediating Conflict with Compassion. What is it do you feel um, people find so terrifying about conflict? I mean, to me, um, I'm... I'm not going to say I pray every day for conflicts in my life, but when I am in the midst of it, I I actually find it kind of exciting. I mean, do I need therapy? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I really do because it's, um, it often is happening when we're complacent or it's, it's to show us a different and better way, or we may be settling and there's another thing right around the corner I don't know exactly how I got there, but confrontation to me just means to come in front. Confrontation is to come in front of something. And it it's very rewarding if two people um, can sit with it and be with it. I do feel that it needs to be two engaged participants. But you wrote the book about it, okay? What do you what do you feel? Well, I mean I love the way you um, framed conflict and confrontation. And to me, what it's all about is interpretation and, and what our belief is. And speaking for myself and, and many people I, I work with, um, we many times grow up with conflict being not only a bad word, but uh, but a negative experience. And you know, as children, when we have conflict, we may not have the the resources or the emotional capacity to be able to navigate through that to have um, a win-win outcome for both people. So I think, you know, your um, way of expressing it is beautiful to be able to face something. You know, conflict doesn't have to be negative. Really, if, if you look at the definition of it, it's basically, you know, a disagreement between two people. Um, so that doesn't have to be a bad thing, um, but it all is on how you look at um, conflict and uh, the way I mediate conflict, and, I, and I've mediated over 500 cases is to help people look at conflict as an opportunity and an opportunity to be heard. Um, conflict is basically you, you have a th- one thought about something and I have something, another thought. That doesn't mean you're wrong, I'm right, or vice versa. But So it's an opportunity for us to be heard, and, and the first step in um, working through conflict is communication. And, and and being able to um, listen to the other p- person. Uh, Stephen Covey had a quote that is brilliant, and he said, most people do not listen with the intent to understand. They listen with the intent to reply. So mm-hmm. I'm sure you have, I have, we all have conversations where, are we really listening or are we thinking of what our response is going to be to what that person is saying? And if we're in that place, we're not really listening. And, and if we're not listening, then how can we understand their point of view? So um, 
to be able to look at conflict as really just um, a chance for you to listen to what the other person is expressing and by modeling listening to them now you're giving the other person an opportunity to listen to what your viewpoint is on something and then it's it's not a conflict it's just a conversation yeah to um seek first to understand rather than needing to be under understood um and that likened to that of covey to be able to peel the layer of the onion uh to really get to the root of what's being said i find that it's, especially when people are being argumentative, they tend to just stay at that surface level, um, that they're not really going deeper to that, you know, wellspring of what's really up or what's really bothering them. Um, if we look at it from a mastermind perspective, it's not my way and your way. Um, it's to open the space for a third way uh, that neither one of us have thought of at this you know, particular point. It, it brings out um, something new. And, of course, then the other element would be instead of trying to set it right, to learn how to see it right um, and to, to look at that that commitment. You know, I know when I do um, wedding ceremonies and c- commitments, I remind them very clearly, you know, to remember this day, you know, that you're making this commitment. And remember, there will be a time that you disagree, that you are in an argument. Don't tease yourself that that won't occur um, and allow yourself to draw from the experience of how it can shape you to something greater and, and to something better. Absolutely. And, you know, um, a couple of things. I know when I when I mediate cases and, and this is a couple that's in a highly conflictual divorce, um, you know, I tell them that each of you probably walked in to this room having an expectation of how you'd like to see this resolve, and I would like to invite you into the space of unlimited possibilities. There may be Mm -hmm. ways and means that you've never thought of to create an agreement here, and if both of you can step away from your expectation into a place of the unknown and let's just look at what other possibilities out there that really shifts um, the couple into coming from their own position to like you said that third place where we can create whatever we want it doesn't have to be your way or my way it could be a, a different way so I think that's um, um, a, a a way that people can um, start to approach conflict, and then another way is, and 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 I'm sure you see this all the time, and I do. Um, conflict gets people take it personally, and and they use it as well. If somebody says, "Well, um, I'm not feeling good because of this," or, or something that you you said. When it goes to somebody taking it personally, the way that they receive it, um, then that other person might react. And um, how I like to um, explore this with with others is to, um, after hearing what the other person said, to ask yourself the question, um, uh, wow, that person must really be in pain or that person must be feeling this or that to, to not to take it personally, but to be open to what that person must be feeling to be able to express Mm -hmm. that to you. And I can tell you that not only disarms that potential conflict, it, it opens a newly created space that now that, the person who's receiving the information is not taking it personally. They can respond lovingly, and the person who communicated what was, you know, a conflict for them now can breathe and and relax because what they said was received. That's so true. And that particular person that has blessed you to spend time with you at that level. 
in your life is actually has the capacity and the ability to give you so many gifts. And when you learn this practice, it's something that you get to use everywhere you are, um, not just in this particular relationship that you have at home or that you have more frequently than with others, because it's a lasting it's a lasting skill. And I, I think that, you know, the law of attraction, that energy that helps us find each other, um, that is uh, one thing. And it, it's a beautiful thing. But really a, a lasting relationship, one that has depth, one that's interdependent, one that is of equality, one is, you know, that consists of I admire you. Um, I'm not hero worshiping you. I'm not a codependent to you, but I really am inspired and aspire, you know, to have some of the deepening qualities that you have. That type of relationship, it's a skill. It it takes wanting to spend the time to get the skills that one needs to have a relationship that's successful. That's why I love your work. Um, even people that aren't contemplating uh, divorce, I think, would benefit from reading the book Divorce with Dignity um, because of the value that it would offer of skills that are needed um, to see what is necessary to be to be real. Um, and I, I know that to me, uh, Anthony, we use the word authentic so much that, you know, authentic, authentic, authentic. But. Really, um, the whole idea is to just live knowing that you don't have the dress rehearsal, right? To feel the freedom that the space you hold uh, with another human being, that you don't have to practice what you're going to say before you say it. You don't have to go back and correct uh, thoughts, but you can just be, And you know that whatever happens, that you're going to be honored and appreciated and valued. Um, It goes back to what you said at the very beginning of the show. It's about people taking responsibility for their part um, and not doing blaming 101, but to move past that uh, in an energetic way. But I I just love what you offer. Um, I want to have you back on the show um, very soon to talk about from the life coaching of of how to be in relationship, I think is important. Um, understanding um, the depth of you're not avoiding something by not being in relationship. You're still going through the feelings or the or the the wishings and the hopings and the and the longings. Um, and that and you're into you're usually implying uh, people that feel like they're being spared from not being in that relationship. You know, they're you don't realize that a lot of people are just as lonely as you are and they are in relationship. And so it's a, it's a real interesting dynamic. You want to go to Anthony Diaz, D I A Z.com. And you want to explore uh, the different qualities that he has because he has spent his life and his career helping people with mediation you're in mediation i'm in meditation so (laughs) i I can't tell you when we talk about uh church bloopers um or 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 writers or even on the news when people ask when they mean to put meditation but they put mediation instead (laughs) somehow there's a letter (laughs) there's a marriage going on there and you you make a key point. Yeah, only only one letter. Well, again, uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us. Don't forget, you can post on the comments on Facebook. Um, I'm always very interested in who you are, the guests you'd like to have, the questions you would like to know. Um, we are posting uh, anthonydiaz.com in those comments. Um, stay in touch with us. And thank you so much for forwarding the show to other people. It means a lot to us. Um, Anthony, um, what, what is something that, that really you have this, this skill, this wisdom that you know now that you didn't have earlier before you delved into this work? Hmm. Well, first I want to thank you so much for sharing, um, 
sharing our time here together. It's, it's been amazing. And I want to make sure um, anyone who has any questions um, can reach my website. And it's, it's actually anthonyjdiaz.com. So if they have any questions, if they want um, the Divorce with Dignity ebook, um, I will gift that mm-hmm. to them as my gift. Um, but the one thing that stands out in my mind that um, I knew now that I didn't know before I started this work, and I want to share this for anyone who's been in pain from a divorce or is still struggling from something that happened 5, 10, 20 years ago, is there is hope. There is always Mm -hmm. a better day tomorrow. And by being able to just acknowledge where you are, wherever you are, to just know that um, it will pass, and by going through the steps and the inner work that all of us have done, um, what I learned is that you do get to the other side, and the other side is amazing. So I just wanted to leave that for everyone. Thank you, everyone. And remember, the greatest relationship you'll ever have in your life is yourself and all the aspects of yourself that you own and claim that you are clear with and that you love and that you adore and the ability to laugh at yourself when you're there. Those are the kind of relationships you have in your life. Be the you that you want to see in relationship and you will have it. I want to thank everyone for joining us today. Stay in touch with us. And again, go to anthonyjdiaz.com. Thanks for that correction, Anthony. I appreciate that. Um, Yeah, put on those magnifying glasses, Temple. (laughs) (laughs) What a blessing. Thank you, all you, your intentional spirits. Love and appreciate all that you do for us. Thank you for tuning in to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. Join us every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central for tools and simple applications which will support you from being alive to fully living. This program is brought to you in part by First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. To learn more about this ministry, go to www.unitycampus.org or www.templehays.org. that the Buddha gave us the formula to create a beautiful, abundant life. Did you know that Jesus gave us the formula to create a beautiful, abundant life? Did you know that both these masters taught exactly the same thing? And guess what? They did not teach the law of attraction. They taught the great paradox of prosperity. You can have anything you want. Why, you can have things you don't even know you want, but not by wanting them. Instead, put your attention on the vibrant presence of the divine within. Do that and your life will change. It has to. That is the natural order. Want to crack the code on the great paradox? Get Janet Connors, The Lotus and the Lily. Available everywhere great books are sold. notice how the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly listen to funniest thing with daryl and ed as these unlikely saints administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things join the discussion with daryl and ed live every wednesday at 5 p.m central time on funniest thing only on unity online radio the voice of an awakening world
God is formless, yet takes many forms. What goes around comes around. Chant the name of the Lord and be free. No one comes to the Father except through me. Ever been confused by the variety and apparent contradiction within world religions? Join Reverend Paul John Roach every Tuesday for insight into those principles held in common by all the great religious traditions in world spirituality, exploring the unity within all cultures and faith traditions. Using discussions, interviews, humor, insight, and practical advice, we will clarify the confusion and reveal simple yet profound truths. Call in with your questions and ideas and help break down the barriers that separate us from one another. That's World Spirituality with Paul John Roach, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. At Metaphysical Romp 2, we demystify metaphysics to help you live life at a deeper level. One of our key principles is the recognition that you always have the power to choose how you respond to any situation. Instead of asking, why did this happen to me? A better practice, which aligns with the metaphysical principles we share, is to ask yourself the question, how can I use this for good? We promise you'll experience a transformation in thinking that will reap huge dividends as you master the art of living metaphysically. For new perspective and spiritual insight, listen to Metaphysical Romp 2 with co-hosts Rev. Paul Hasselbeck, Rev. Bill Holton, and Rev. Cher Holton. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time here on Unity Online Radio. Are you ready to live in joy? Is there an area of your life where you could use a miracle? Have you been praying for help and guidance? Come join Lisa and Bill and their guests for an hour filled with practical tips on experiencing miracles, greater abundance, focused, deliberate living, and the peace of God that passeth all understanding. Experience more joy in life. Listen to Living in Joy, Reflections on A Course in Miracles, with Lisa Natoli and Bill Free, every Friday at 2 p.m. Central, here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Notice how the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly? Listen to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed as these unlikely saints administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Join the discussion with Daryl and Ed live every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central Time on Funniest Thing, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. God is formless, yet takes many forms. What goes around comes around. Chant the name of the Lord and be free. No one comes to the Father except through me. Ever been confused by the variety and apparent contradiction within world religions? Join Reverend Paul John Roach every Tuesday for insight into those principles held in common by all the great religious traditions in world spirituality, exploring the unity within all cultures and faith traditions. Using discussions, interviews, humor, insight, and practice, Practical advice, we will clarify the confusion and reveal simple yet profound truths. Call in with your questions and ideas and help break down the barriers that separate us from one another. That's World Spirituality with Paul John Roach. Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. At Metaphysical Romp 2, we demystify metaphysics to help you live life at a deeper level. One of our key principles is the recognition that you always have the power to choose how you respond to any situation. Instead of asking, why did this happen to me? A better practice, which aligns with the metaphysical principles we share, is to ask yourself the question, how can I use this for good? 
We promise you'll experience a transformation in thinking that will reap huge dividends as you master the art of living metaphysically. For new perspective and spiritual insight, listen to Metaphysical Romp 2 with co-hosts Rev. Paul Hasselbeck, Rev. Bill Holton, and Rev. Cher Holton. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time, here on Unity Online Radio. Intuition is our spiritual GPS and the single best tool that we have for navigating our lives. I'm Victoria Shaw, and on my Intuitive Connection podcast, I will share with you the ways to connect with your intuition and awaken the gifts of your soul. In each episode, I'll draw on my own intuitive gifts and my training as an Ivy League trained counselor and psychologist to help support you in reaching your highest potential. Start listening now on Mind Body Spirit FM Podcast Network or wherever you find your podcasts. 